0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, August 25th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Early this morning, the Columbus Board of Education and the Columbus Education Association reached a deal after 14 hours of negotiations, bringing the district's first teacher's strike since 1975 to an end. ONN's Tracy Townsend has more. According to the district, this agreement means students will return to in-person learning on Monday. For now, they will remain online in those virtual learning environments that are being taught by substitute teachers. Both sides still need to approve this deal. This conceptual agreement covers over 4,500 teachers and staff members of the Columbus City Schools District. I'm Tracy Townsend. There's new information about a Knox County officer-involved shooting that killed a woman. ONN's Angela Ann has the story. We have learned she was 41-year-old Elizabeth Delano. Investigators say she tried to break into a home on Zuck Road. This was Monday night. The sheriff confirmed that Delano used to live at that home, but moved out several weeks before the incident. When deputies arrived, they asked her to leave. She refused, and that's when multiple shots were fired. The Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation is handling this case. I'm Angela Ann. Cleveland averaged nearly two shootings per day for the first half of this year. ONN's Lydia Aspara reports. For the first six months of this year, there have been 327 shootings in the city of Cleveland. The majority of victims are African American. If you break it down, women make up 20% of the victims, and most shooting victims are from the age of 18 to 24. Lydia Aspara in Cleveland. The outgoing CEO of Metro Health in Cleveland says he's going to work to raise millions of dollars to fight gun violence in the city. Akram Boutros says when he retires in four months, he wants to open up a national center to reduce gun violence. I'm not looking to do policy. What I'm looking to do is to find programs that have an absolute effect in a reduction of the number of people who buy a gun, pick up a gun, use a gun, and settle their arguments with a gun. Toledo police are investigating after they say a parent fired a gun near an elementary school during dismissal on Tuesday. ONN's Melissa Andrews has more. We've talked with Toledo Public Schools and a spokesperson confirms Arlington Elementary went on a lockdown after two parents got into a fight. The district says one of them shot a gun into the air. TPS rushed students who were leaving back inside for a little while were told no one was hurt. I'm Melissa Andrews. O'Shea Jones, an Olympic bronze medalist and Toledo native, and her legal team issued a request for action from the city of Toledo following her arrest. According to police, officers responded to a gathering she was attending and claimed she resisted arrest. Her attorney, John Bay, says that's not what happened, and they want the charges dropped. Ms. Jones was asleep in her bed, and she heard pounding on her door as the police attempted to kick it in. When she came downstairs, she simply asked for a badge number. When that happened, she was assaulted, she was handcuffed, and her life was changed. Jones won the bronze medal in the women's welterweight boxing event at the 2020 Summer Olympics. There could be some changes coming to policing in communities across Lucas County. ONN's Amanda Fay explains. Sheriff Mike Navarro sent out letters to six townships explaining his office will have to pull deputies from those townships unless the townships pay the sheriff's office. A trustees in Jerusalem Township met to talk about the proposal. They say the town is too small to pay and that could lead to deputies only responding to emergencies. Now the township says it doesn't usually have many calls to the sheriff's office so it's not too big of a change. You may remember Voters in Springfield Township earlier this year approved a levy to pay for deputies. I'm Amanda Fay. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services says about 6,300 people filed new claims for unemployment last week. ONN's Dave James has the story. That's the third lowest weekly number since the end of April. There are just under 38,000 Ohioans claiming unemployment benefits currently. The state's unemployment rate in July was 3.9 percent. Marion County has the highest jobless rate at 6.4 percent. Three other counties are at 6% or above Jefferson, Meggs, and Monroe. The lowest is Holmes County at 2.8%. It's a county with a significant number of Amish farmers. Two other counties are below 3%, Mercer and Putnam. Dave James, I went in news. Ohio State University's Center for Cognitive and Memory Disorders is looking for people with mild memory loss to get involved in a clinical trial. Dr. Douglas Shari is the center's director. He says this is for people age 55 and older who may be getting forgetful but are still functional. It is really not a time-intense study. Uh, you get medications. You just come in periodically to be tested to see if the medication is working. You can find out more at mindstudy.org. And controversial former Cleveland Browns owner Art Modell has fallen short of election to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The man who controlled the Browns for over 30 years was not named the final nominee for the Coach Contributor Committee, with former Cardinals and Chargers coach Don Coryell instead getting the nod. Modell's reputation in Cleveland was ruined after he announced plans to move the team to Baltimore in 1995. His lack of transparency throughout the process made him a reviled figure in Northeast Ohio. Despite several lawsuits, the team left for Maryland and the Browns' name, colors, and history remained in Cleveland for an eventual new franchise in 1999. Special thanks to our affiliates WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett. On the Ohio News Network...